Welcome to Black Talk Radio, hosted by Kristen Ayana. Listen as we discuss the latest in Black culture, Black news, and Black entertainment. What's good, y'all? It's your girl, Kristen Ayana, and welcome back to Black Talk Radio, where we discuss the latest in Black culture, Black news, and Black entertainment. Now, I'm really excited because we have a special guest in the building, Brady J. What's What's up? What's good? What's good? What's good? How you feeling? I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Love it. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful Friday. It's nice outside. Even though we got the, we got the smoky, the smoky air. It's giving. It's still nice. Still good weather. It's giving we can't breathe. (laughs) (laughs) We can't breathe, but it's nice out. (laughs) Right. It's like, I guess you got to take the good with the bad. Right. But first things first, of course, can you just tell everybody, you know, like who you are, what you do and things of that nature for those who may or may not know. Okay. um, um, I'm Rady J. From the Bronx, the Boogie Down. Um, I'm a singer, songwriter, engineer. I dabble in production, mm-hmm. content creation, uh, videography. I'm a, I'm a jill of all trades as when it comes to creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, okay. Yeah. So you're from the Bronx. Yeah. Have we had anybody up here from the Bronx? I think you might be the first the one. The first one? I think That's we've crazy. had everybody. I think we had Brooklyn. I think we had Harlem. Um... And a couple others, but no, no Bronx. Bronx yeah. yeah, so can you I'm tell representing. Us, yeah, you represent right now. Can you tell us, you know, like what was it like growing up in the Bronx? Um, growing up in the Bronx was challenging. Mm-hmm. I would say it's a gritty place, but um, I feel like it's a dark cloud over a lot of love. It's mm-hmm. a, I mean, there's a lot of good people there, and you know that's where like hip hop fake originated. So you know, it's a Strong music, a strong music right, core right, there. Right. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it was just it built a lot of character, a lot of character, tough skin, mm-hmm. and yeah, just a drive, mm-hmm. real ambitious. Right. Where we all trying to make it out. Everybody has like this idea of the Bronx, like you know, ooh, the Bronx is scary. You know, I'm not gonna lie, my mother, she be like, <laughs> don't go to the Bronx. <laughs> no. So Everybody sorry about that. it, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's like they be saying y'all crazy. <laughs> it's not that we crazy. It's just we just passionate, real passionate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's real passionate. Where if you if you're not from, they say <laughs> if you're not from here, don't come here. But you gotta understand like where you going. Like for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, who who else is from the Bronx? We got Cardi B, Cardi B, A Boogie. We got Scarlet. Scarlet. She said, Facts. "Get the fuck out." Ice Spice. <laughs> okay. Ice Spice from the Bronx, right? Facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. A lot of people from the Bronx. The Bronx is. There's a lot of talent there. You just got to look yeah, for it. Yeah, definitely. What would you say has, you know, one of your most memorable childhood memories from growing up in the Bronx? In the Bronx? Wow. There's a lot. Um, my favorite memory is it's recent, though. I would say mm-hmm. it's my, one of my favorites. Like, being in, like, the Cortland area of the Bronx mm-hmm. and, got, like, getting to chill with them. My cousins is from over there, so it was a different environment, especially, like, during the drill scene, getting uh... to see it live in person like what everybody sees on the internet on mm-hmm. please don't lack in these other pages i get to see yeah live in 3d so it's just cool experiences there and just being young and turned right <laughs> young and having turnt. fun during the pandemic and stuff <laughs> like that so and after the pandemic you know getting back into life but in the bronx like mm-hmm. for me so it was just different and a, a good feel especially like being the fact that drill has like bronx drill has changed Right. The music industry dramatically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just got to see it firsthand. And that's just a, a blessing, I think. Right. That's dope for sure. I love that. Now, speaking of drill, 
Um, I know you like to say that you kind of mix like R and B and drill. Yeah. So can you talk to us about that? Yeah, you mix radio with the drill. Now that's R and B and drill. Um, yeah, I, I just, I just really like drill music. Mm-hmm. It started out. Um, a friend of mine put me Wait, onto I'm drill a, music. I'm gonna stop you for one minute. I need this down. You need my water down? Sorry. <laughs> my apologies. Okay, go ahead. But now. yeah, uh, a friend of mine just introduced me to, to drill music in general. Um, mm-hmm. My friend Caitlin, she passed away a few years ago, rest oh in peace. God. Yeah, she put me on the drill music. And um, I wasn't a big fan. I'm I'm more mm-hmm. of an R&B singer right. for me. Um, I like rap music, but drill was just a different vibe for me, especially like coming from Chicago drill and like Chief mm-hmm. Keef and G Herbo and stuff like that. That's a, a different world for me. But, um, yeah, she put me on the Bronx drill, and it's just the universe just works in special ways. One of the first rappers she put me on to was, like, Shai K. Mm. And just coincidentally, he's from the Cortland area of the mm. Bronx, and that's where, I, like, a lot of my family members and friends um, grew up. So I was able to be in that area. And and it was crazy. Just after her passing, that's when I was in the area. Like, that's when I, I got mm. closer with those relatives and those friends over there. And yeah, I just got really drawn to drill music, but I'm not a drill rapper. Like that's not my thing. Right. So I just had to find a way to, you know, make drill me. Mm-hmm. And then I just started singing my melodies on the drill music. And like a lot of people thought it was strange at first because drill is like really hard, mm-hmm. gritty music. It is. And yeah. I'm I'm making drill soft now. Like that's right. not She's a thing. About love. Yeah, you, I'm putting love on yeah. drill. So yeah, you you be talking that talk. <laughs> I be trying. I be. I, mean, I just say how I feel sometimes. Worry, but um. I just put, you know, radio on the drill, and then mm-hmm. it came about. And some people weren't, uh, you know, liking it at first, but everybody's not gonna like what you do. So. Right. But the right people took to it, and it just it went from there. And I don't know. I I see my influence. I don't know mm-hmm. if other people see my influence, but I feel like when I started doing it, not a lot of people were right. even thinking about that. And now it's just like a lot of these artists are singing on drill, and I think for like. I was able to, you know, push a new sound and, mm-hmm. you know, change the narrative a little bit, especially around Bronx Joe. So, That's yeah, dope. it was just cool. Yeah, I love that. And I love that, you know, even though people weren't really, some people weren't really, like, messing with it at first, you continue to do it. Because yeah. I think... Oftentimes, when you are that person that's doing something new, different, yeah. you know, you will get that feedback. Like, it's yeah, just a backlash, part of life. Yeah. But at the end of the day, as long as you know and you're passionate about it, the fact that you were able to stick through. And pursue, that, yeah. That's, that's one cool. thing about me. I'm not, I'm different. Like, I don't like to do what everybody else is doing. If you're doing that, I'm going to do this. Like, right. That's just one thing I'm I'm big on. And, um, yeah, it's just, you get tired of the same things. Like, somebody mm-hmm. got to do something new. Somebody has to do something different. So, that's that's really what it was for me. Or like I like this, but you guys like it differently, so I'm gonna yeah. like it my way. Right? Yeah. yeah, I feel it. I feel it. Um, you know, it's just talking about like drill and just like the New York music scene right now, like it's going crazy. So just I want to know, like, what are your thoughts about that? Like, as far as New um, York and music, I just feel like with anything, especially with New York, mm-hmm. we the trendsetters. So once once we do something, it may not be lit tomorrow or the next mm-hmm. day, but down the line, it's gonna. It's gonna go um like a ripple effect. So I don't know. I'm 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 happy about it. For me, like things change. Nothing is always gonna stay the same. Right. So it's just good. It's good to see it progress from something that was once so negative. Though, like that's mm. that's what I'm the thing I enjoy about it. Like people are able to change their lives with this music. You feel me? Like right. So I'm I'm happy about it. I'm happy about it in a certain sense. And then some of it is like I'm uncomfortable with what's going on, especially in our neighborhoods and our communities and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. 
you know, sometimes some people are products of their environments, and it's just, for me, everybody has a different lifestyle. And I, yeah. What I go through, you may not go through. Right, for me, so right. I'm just happy, like, the youth were able to find a way to get out of it, you know, mm-hmm. put put that into the music, into your craft, and, and do something with yourselves instead of just, you know, letting it overcome you and take over you. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I definitely feel you. I know it's like a lot of people have mixed feelings on the genre, but, you know, it's interesting, too, because... I feel like, in a sense, like, it kind of reflects what how hip-hop started, right? Because mm-hmm. hip-hop was, you know, it was this, it was deemed this negative music. It was deemed, you know, unethical. But now it's the most popular genre, genre in the world. Yeah. And I also think through music, you know, as black people, that's how we express ourselves. So, mm-hmm. And because of, like, so many things that we've gone through, that is expressing our music. And a lot of times people can't relate to that because it's not their experience, Mm -hmm. right? Like, let me use an example. Um, NWA, Fuck the Police. Mm -hmm. You, someone else might see see that song as being aggressive, right? But it's like, but you're looking at it through a lens because that doesn't affect Affect you. you. That's not your life. Somebody sees that as liberating, so. Right. So it's like, there's different sides to it. um, And that's why I just feel like music is, to your point, is dope that people are able to express themselves so, and, yeah. like, not become, like, products of their environment. And exactly. they have that outlet, yeah. especially if they are dealing with situations that are tough. And I, and I feel like that's another thing, too, like, just growing up in the inner city, mm-hmm. having a music program in my school helped me a lot and helped oh. a, lot, a lot of other children and stuff. I, I went to Frederick Douglass Academy in Harlem, mm-hmm. and I was in a choir, vocal ensemble. And during the time, it didn't seem like it mattered mm-hmm. until now I'm older and I saw how it shaped me being able mm-hmm. to, like... Now you're in a choir and I have to sing with other people. Now I have to learn how to work with a group. Right. A group of minorities. We're all we're mm-hmm. all peers, we're all equals here. We all go through the same struggles, you know. So it was just it was real like it was foundation, I would say. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of schools lack that now, like music mm-hmm. programs and the arts. And I feel like the arts is a, a, a key to get, get us out of a lot of these situations. Like we need yeah, a way right. to express and for me, not everybody's going to be into the sciences, you know, yeah. mathematicians. Not everybody's going to want to be a lawyer, a doctor. Mm-hmm. And I feel like music is real healing and therapeutic, I would say. Like, for me, and there's a lot of trauma in these inner cities mm-hmm. that, that needs to be released. And it would be a good thing to, you know, bring music programs and stuff like that back. Or just the arts itself right? Yeah, as an outlet, you know. Yeah, I definitely agree. I also feel like for a lot of, you know, kids that are in, like, inner city uh, neighborhoods, they're limited with where they can go, go with their careers. Exactly. Like, for what I do, like, I'm a journalist. I also work in television. But, like, me growing up in inner city, like, being young, I never, ever really thought about that yeah. until I got older. older you because see. you're not exposed to that. So mm-hmm. I think to your point, like, allowing kids to, you know, get these experiences yeah, can also help them as well, for sure. Exactly, so and have I an impact on good. their life yeah. dramatically. Because I, I see it myself, like, for example, like the school I went to and just the kids who weren't too involved in the arts mm-hmm. and the things that they were involved in. And it's just like, it's a difference. And like some of them were interested, but it's just things they're going through. They don't even have time to do that mm-hmm. for me or, the, or they don't even want to focus on that because they think it's not, it doesn't matter. But we got to look at what's going on now and how, for example, the music 
the kids run the music. Whatever the kids like is what yeah. sells. You feel what I'm saying? I had a manager up here, shout out Fame, a couple weeks back, and yeah. she was like, "That damn TikTok, them TikTok and them kids. You gotta get on that. You gotta get on that TikTok. I'm telling you, but the, people don't it, listen. It's, it's crazy. Remember when Houston? I believe the children are the future. Right. The children really are the future. Like you shaping young minds. And I was saying this too, like as far as me being an engineer, a lot of the people I engineer mm-hmm. are the youth. Like they mm-hmm. between the ages of like 14. And I'll say my oldest, my, I have grown clients, but like, yeah, 14 and like 21. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm seeing in myself, the ones who come regularly, who record regularly, mm-hmm. and the impact it's having in them, and even just artist development, like shaping them, mm-hmm. and structure. Structure is something a lot of people don't even have at home. A lot of kids don't have at home. Right. So an environment where they can be structured and, and see a different side, you know, teaches them how to maintain and how to be different in, in different circumstances, different environments, so... Or it's just music. You don't think about it, but music, music can heal and teach a lot. I agree. I I always say, like, to me, music is one of the most important mediums because, for example, even if you watch a movie or a show, there's music in Music in the background. Like, so it's everywhere. So I think that's dope for sure. Um, Now I want to get into your song, Too Late. Oh yeah, too late. It recently dropped. So, yeah. can you tell us, you know, what were what were you feeling when you recorded that song? Too it's late. Dope. Actually, I recorded that song on TikTok, on TikTok Live. Oh. I do like um live streams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I create a lot of music. I'm not gonna lie. I make music. It depends on how I'm feeling, but I can make music every day if I want. Every hour, like <laughs> I'm just really heavy on the songwriting and mm-hmm. creation. But um, I made too late on TikTok. And um, I heard the beat, and it just, I don't know, I just liked the beat, and I started moving. And, um, yeah, I just, I got the vibe too late off rip, like, because they say it in the um, in the sample about mm-hmm. being too late, and I just thought about a situation where it's just, like, it's never too late, you feel me? Um, it wasn't about anybody specific, but um, the, the idea behind it was, like, I'm pursuing somebody, mm-hmm. and it's, like, it's too late, they're not interested, like, it's a... It's out the window, like right. your chances are gone. But um, I say in the end, I, I put baguettes on your necklace, so it, it's just down to finances. It was too late because I wasn't in the circumstance, <laughs> but I'm in the circumstances now, and it's not too late anymore, right? I got a chance, so that's really what what it was. Like I'm looking for an opportunity here, and I can't get that, mm-hmm. but I had to better myself, and now I can get that yeah, opportunity. You, you yeah. Circling back, yeah, it's not too late. Okay, yeah. I think that's dope. Now I see you got a lot of love songs. Yeah. <laughs> um Certified Lover Girl. Yeah. What 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 would you say inspires that? Um, I'm just full of love. I got a big heart. Um people used to call me Miss Love is Love. Like that's just how I am. I'm I'm love all over me. That's just my vibe. Like I like I like loving people. I'm nice to people, I'm kind because mm-hmm. I feel like it comes back to you. But not only that, it just it feels good to be kind to people. And you know, it's too much love. It's too much hate in the world, and it's too much love in the world. So it's like I, I would choose the love. Look, you Word. would choose the love. Yeah. You would choose the love. Okay, so like, were you the type when you were younger to like dream about like your wedding, like <sighs> your family? Um, not not really. I'm not. I wasn't big on the wedding, the wedding type. I'm just big on expressing my feelings. That's mm. one thing about me. Like, I'm I'm keen on expressing how I feel. I don't like to to hold back because I feel like. When you're not honest, mm-hmm. it just it never goes right, and it's like I'd rather tell people how I'm truly feeling before they come up with what they think in their head, whatever circumstances they feel. It's just like I I rather right. keep it front and let you know what's going on in this end 
so that's you could decide what's going on or not. And that's healthy. Yeah. We love we love good communication. Yeah, good a lot communication. of people don't got that, so right. we're gonna clap it up. Yeah, kudos okay. to that. <laughs> now, since you a lover girl, mm-hmm. if you could give three relationship advice to the audience right now, what what would they be? Three three relationship tips. Three relationship tips. Like I'm either relationship go to. Don't think I'm the relationship because <laughs> I'm not. Y'all hear the music? I'm not. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but um, one. I say be honest. Okay, we love that. Yeah, honesty, because it's just like, if they don't like you for who you are and what you really come with, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Like, just find somebody who like you for you, because less headache. Um, Two, let's see, let's see, let's see. This is hard, because I'm really not the one to go to for any of this stuff. <laughs> um, hmm. Yeah, I would say just... Be yourself too. Don't don't try and don't try and impress nobody. Like be be who you genuinely are. Okay. When that person, if that person receives you, that person receives you. If they mm-hmm. don't, they don't. And don't force nothing. Never force anybody. Never force. Yeah, that's anything. Like if you gotta force it, it's not meant to be. I didn't say I didn't say don't work for it. You gotta work for it. For me, if you want something, you, you gotta, gotta put in the work. Yeah, but gotta, also it should be mutual, exactly. right? Exactly. Don't like, force nothing. If you doing seventy and the person doing twenty, 20. baby, I'm here to tell you, it's, you gotta go. Word, it's not. It's not what it's supposed to be. Alright, so yeah, just don't force nothing. Just go with the flow, and if it's meant to be, it'll be. Yeah. I think those were good. I mean, yeah. you you said your love life is a little. It's just it's just where it is. <laughs> that it's just where it is. It's like. Merge. I feel like a lot of people could relate to that. You know, we young. You are. I'm young and turnt. Bro, I'm, young just, and turnt. I'm trying oh, to just live. Outside? I'm just trying to live. You bro. outside? You acting bad? I'm not acting bad, but I'm here. She said, "I'm here. Yeah, I'm here." Right. <laughs> really, Jane, the spot don't make it hot. I'm here. Okay, right. heard you. Heard you. I can respect that. <laughs> I can respect that. Now, growing up, um, you know, we talked about like how you were in school and you did music in school. Mm-hmm. I always like to ask artists: Was there like anyone in your family maybe that also did music? Yeah, I have I have a few family members who do music. My mom sang. Mm-hmm. My cousin, he's a rapper. He raps. Um, my brother's really big into music too. I got family who are like soca artists and stuff like that. So yeah, I got a few musical people around. Yeah. Right. So you feel like music was just in your blood? Huh? Yeah, I I feel like I was born with it. Since I could speak, I I, I wanted to sing. Mm. Yeah, I just wanted... Like, I've always been... My name is Rady, so it's my mom says my mouth run like a radio. I always <laughs> wanted to talk. I always had something to say. It just keeps going. So I felt like music was a way to be heard. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just really took to it. Yeah. Got you. Now, I know you mentioned, you know, you do you do a lot of things creative, with your creativity. Like, mm-hmm. you write, you engineer... I always like to ask my artists, like, what is what are their studio sessions like when they're recording? Like, some people tell me they got to record in the dark. This one girl told me she got to have a blanket. Mm-hmm. Everybody got their they own thing. So what is it like for you? Good thing to promo right now. Go follow the TikTok if you want to see how I record. Because I do go live and I show the whole process. Yes. But um, I don't know. I'm just one of those people. I don't like to be boxed in. Mm-hmm. So I, can, I think I can record in any environment. And that's why I go, like, heavy on my lives, like. Mm-hmm. I done went to the Caribbean and sat on a, a the gallery, like, the outside and just the patio and just recorded. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I have done recorded in a room full of people. Like, I'm just real expressive. So, gotcha. and I've, I'm a, I'm an empath, too. I want people, I, you got to feel me. I got to mm. feel you, got to feel me. So, I don't, I don't really have a, a particular environment that I choose to record in. Mm-hmm. Or I just don't like to be boxed in. So, I could, I could, could vibe out. Vibe, I could record right here, right now. Just for, give me my laptop and the Pro Tools <laughs> and we get to work. 
I yeah. love that. I think that's dope. You don't need a lot of artists that can do that. So yeah. I think that's a great skill. Honestly. Yeah, I peeped that too. Like one of my idols, I looked up to, like Missy Elliott. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever really seen her recording process. She's real, like private, private with it, and I respect it. You mm-hmm. know, everybody has their own way of doing things, but I don't know. I just feel like I shine too bright. You got to see this in I'm any here. environment. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, that's dope. That's dope for sure. Now, speaking of Missy Elliott, and you know, you mentioned she's your idol. Yeah. Um, one of them. One, one of them. them. Yeah. Um, is there like any artist that you would love to collab with? Like, what would be your dream collab? Dream collab? It can't happen. God rest her soul, Whitney Houston. That's one of my. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really, really, worry. I wish for that, but maybe in another life. Maybe. Um, but outside of her, mm-hmm. I got two: Lauren Hill and Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those two. You used right to be there. a barb. Used to, I'm still a barb. I'm still a barb. Oh, you still a barb? Yeah, I'm still a barb. I'm still, I'm still locked in. Okay. I'm still locked well, in. Well, here's a little disclaimer. Oh, here we go. Nah, it's nothing bad. <laughs> it's nothing bad. So I used, I used to be like a diehard barb. Like yeah. I feel like I graduated. Like you know, like that's not my life no more. No more, yeah. But Nick Minaj followed right. me on Twitter. Oh, so it's lit. It's lit. You yeah, know like lit. I was, I was really. That As was a my bar, life. Okay. Yeah, that was my life. I felt life. you. Nah, I felt you. <laughs> you got your stripes. I felt you. To be on Twitter with. Right, yeah, you got it. That that's my little my little story. Yeah, I guess you, you got say. it. But nah, Nikki's dope. Definitely, definitely. Nikki though. She shaped me a lot, I'm not gonna lie. Nikki was favorite Nikki song of all time. Go. That's hard. I know that's but hard. I don't even know mine for real. I like I like Dear Old Nikki. Well that's yeah, sad. It's sad, but I love that song. But that yeah. I feel like that like you like emotion. Yeah, so I, I love like emotion. And that's old Nikki, like and save me. Save me. I like moment for life too. I love the real dramatic emotion. Like let me I gotta feel it. I gotta feel it. You like the theatrics. Yeah, the theatrics. Like I gotta feel that shit. Word. Yeah. Nah, those are good ones for sure. She got so much music. Yeah, she got it. Damn, I really like I really used to go home and like and get on my computer, computer and, and watch that girl. Oh, I'm telling you. And then the Twitter leaks, I can never forget. What make me proud with Drake got leaked and I was listening to her on Twitter all night. Like Twitter's where I found the link. Just, yeah, it's crazy. That's why when you said she followed you on Twitter, I was like, I yeah, know. Yeah, if you know, if you, you know, you know. know. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Nah, Nikki's dope for real. Nah. She's saying that she's going to drop Pink, Pink Friday, Friday too. So I'm interested to see like, what that's going what that, right. what that arrow will be I'm, like. I'm very interested to see that. Yeah, miss. you gave me Barb, though. Yeah, definitely a Barb. Yeah. Right. yeah. I'm not a hater. I, I, love, I love all the girls. All the you girls love. coming up, I support. Right. I love that. But I'm a Barb. Please don't play. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Who are some of the new girls that you like? Um, I'm it not gonna be lie. like singers. They it's could be it's a lot. I like I'm jacking Kenzo B. Kenzo oh, B is yeah, tough. She's, she's tough. Like lyrically, I'm just and just watching her growth. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's fire. Um, mulatto, I like mulatto. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I respected her way more when I saw like they leaked her songs, like the songs that she wrote. And I'm oh like, yeah, tough. on TikTok. I always respect the songwriter, and it's like she's so humble with it. You don't even know that. Mm-hmm. She wrote certain songs. I love yeah. that for me. Um, who else is one of the eight girls coming up that I'm feeling right now? I'm Jack and Scarlet. I'm not gonna lie. I respect. Of course, you I, are I, Bronx. I res- yeah, I respect yeah, her movement. That, that yeah, makes for sense. Me. Nah, she's dope. And I respect she's her sweet. story and how she. Yeah. I respect it. All right. Um, I'm Those definitely going ice spice. Word. She took it. <laughs> she to the moon. To the moon. Like I've, I, 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 I stand. You can't say nothing wrong about ice spice. Word. <laughs> Any of the Bronx girls coming up is just, bro, you you just got to let them do what they you do. Just gotta, you just got to let them. Yeah. Let and them I, I like Maya V. She's another rapper, a drill rapper. I like, I think she's cool. I'm trying to think. I don't want to leave nobody. It's a few. I'll be, I, for me, I'm on the socials. I watch. 
Mm-hmm. I pay attention. There's a couple. I I, I jack Jen Carter too. Mm-hmm. Jen Carter is tough, and just to watch her in four one with two other guys and still mm-hmm. yeah keeping up, I I jack that. Um, but yeah, for right now I'm gonna keep it at that. But I'm watching. There's a few out there. Yeah. yeah, that's dope. Now, I know you mentioned, too, that you're, like, really big on content creation. You also mentioned, like, how you be live on TikTok and mm-hmm. stuff like that. How would you say, like, social media has impacted who you are as an artist or creative? Social media is the key. I'm not going to lie. Without social media, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to reach as, as many people as I, you know? Mm-hmm. I started on Facebook. I remember I used to, like make Facebook videos and it would go viral like little singing stuff in school and stuff and then I went on to Instagram and Instagram took to me and I just I just kept going I've been dropping content since I'll probably say 2016 like right maybe even before that like 2014 I've been just posting like even Vine days like Mm. I just I like social media because it's like it gives you an opportunity to be seen like for me yeah and reach people and reach like an audience that you never you never think like it's crazy what the internet could do for real and how it brings people together so Mm -hmm. social media is number one need that you know what I always notice with people from New York though but y'all still be on Facebook because Facebook is like why do y'all be on Facebook with a T at Facebook on Facebook is the ghetto. That's the, that's what the Facebook is. Facebook is the ghetto. It's still raw. Like you're still gonna see everything that you need to see. It's kind of like Twitter, but like mm-hmm. more visual. Mm. Yeah, Twitter but visual. That's really a New York thing. Yeah, Facebook. Cause Facebook is like New York was. I got mad Facebook cousins. Like I, <laughs> I watched them grow up. They watched me grow up. You feel me? And even there, like from Facebook, mm-hmm. a lot of my audience came from Facebook, and then they went to Instagram, right. and then it just keeps traveling. But Facebook is the parent company. Like you can't, you can't yeah. get rid of the Facebook. I don't be on Facebook, but right. yeah, have fun. Over have there. fun over there. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to put you on. It get wild in Facebook. You <laughs> might, you might enjoy some things you see over there. I right? might enjoy. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's just it's the tea. It's, Mm. You gotta be in tune with the T sometimes, right? What's your zodiac sign? I'm Pisces. Yeah, you know, that makes a lot of sense. What does that mean? Because you're like, you just said, like, you love to express yourself. You're yeah. in tune with your emotions. That's big Pisces, Pisces energy. energy. My yeah. sister's a Pisces. Yeah, I'm a big Pisces. So, yeah, I definitely get those vibes. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. What a sign. <laughs> mm-hmm, for sure. Now, um, I want to ask you, I always like to ask my artists, can you talk to us about, like, your team and, you know... The gang. How did that form? And just, like, how, you know, that impacted you as an artist? Um, For a long time, I, I would say I didn't have a team. Mm-hmm. I was just... I'm I'm not a loner, but I do a lot of... Th- I'm just an independent woman. I'm going to get it done. Mm-hmm. Either you help me or you don't. I don't care. I'm going to figure it out. But um, it took time. Like, you know, I had to, to develop myself and mm-hmm. just, I feel like, mature. Mm. and um it just came like you know the right people came to me and it was trial and error you know some people came and they weren't they weren't supposed to be here it was just in passing right and then some people were here to stay and I'm I'm comfortable with my team for me it's not it's not many it's a small mm-hmm. circle but we getting we getting stuff done you see we yeah. making moves for me and um yeah I'm just really appreciative of the people around me my management and like even my artists, I gotta shout them out too. Ida, Ida Flexo, that's my artist. That's like that's my that's like I call him my nephew. Mm. But um, yeah, he's part of the team too. You know, as far as like support mm-hmm. and just yeah, my circle is real close knit. But is they doing the damn thing? Or salute to them. I yeah. love that, and I love that fact that you mentioned. You know, it's close knit and how 
you know, it really took time because I do think when things take time, it's better. Better, right? yeah, it's, it's genuine, too. Right, exactly. Yeah, you don't want nothing too fast, like I said, just go with the flow. And if it works out, it works out, and if it don't, it don't. Right. Yeah. And I think when artists do have a team, it definitely helps them be able to just focus on the music. Definitely. And things of that nature, and it really allows them for their creativity to flow. Definitely. Well. But don't get me wrong, as an artist... Not having a team for a while is a good thing, cause mm-hmm. figure it out. You don't. You should know yeah, different you don't, parts of and, the business, and you don't want to rely on everybody for everything. You you want to have a knowledge of certain things too. Just don't want to just give give your life away. Like mm-hmm. have everybody else controlling what's going on. You want to for me be able to take part in things and truly understand what's going on. So for a while, like for a while, I was playing my manager. I'm playing my publicist. I'm playing my team. Mm-hmm. All parts, video creation, whatever. And that's why I said I'm big on content, cause it's like. It's basically running an artist. You gotta manage. You gotta manage time. You gotta situate mm-hmm. things. So it's right, but it's good to know. It's good to be aware of what you got going on before you bring other people in. Right. Yeah. Of course. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. And then also, you're you're also able to know and tell if you don't like something. something exactly. Yeah. And you gotta know yourself before you you do so. I feel like a lot of artists they rush, and it's like artist development is still key. Like, take your time. Yeah. Like. Everything, the internet made everybody feel like everything is overnight. Mm. Quick, instant success, but it's, you got to put work in. Yeah, you got to work for it. Or you got to work for it. Speaking of work and, like, overnight success, as an artist, have you ever had, like, any moments of doubt? And, like, what have you done All to the time. It? All the time. Imposter syndrome never goes away as an artist. You never feel like you're doing enough. You feel like it's there, but then it's not. I just say, like, like, when you're passionate about something, when you really care about something, you stick with it, no matter the doubt. You got to stick with it, because it's just like, you made it this far. You're here for a reason. Like, you didn't get to this point to just stop or just to say, this isn't for me. Like, right. what was the point? What did you put all that time in for? And I feel like they say it takes, what is it, like uh, 10,000 hours to master something or something mm-hmm. like that? It takes time. Like, just worry. Nothing ain't overnight. You gotta take your time with it. I'm. I always say the turtle. The turtle wins the race. I'm the turtle in this race. I will take my time. Where as long as I know I'm gonna get there, I'm gonna get there. I'll take the time and enjoy the journey along the way. That's what I would say. Enjoy the journey mm. because personally, I feel like I ain't even making nowhere yet. I ain't even making nowhere yet. But the journey was crazy, and I feel like I had to take the time to sit and just enjoy certain things because my life my life is changing like mm-hmm. but a lot of things I'm doing I'm watching my life change every day and it's just like things I used to do before I can't do now things that I used to enjoy then right. I don't enjoy now so it's just like you know enjoy the process and take definitely. everything is like you know take everything for what it is right yeah. I definitely feel like a lot of people can relate to that and even if they're not artists just wherever they are in their life or career it's mm-hmm. really important to enjoy that journey that's something I'm trying to even do myself yeah. so I want to thank you for sharing that and my final question for you, if you could leave your supporters um, with one thing to remember about you, what would it be and why? That's a hard question. One thing to remember about me. One thing. One. I'm not going to lie. It's the name. It's Rady J. You can't. Don't forget mm. that name. I shine too bright. Like I said, my name means radiance and brightness. This sun going to shine. Don't let nobody ever try to dim your light. Ever. For me. That's what my name really stands for, for real, for real. I feel like I told you I don't like to be boxed in. Right. For me, I don't like to feel like I'm I'm too covered. Like, you got to let me shine. You got to let me be free. You got to let me be me. And I feel like word, the name Rady just, it is what it is. Word. Don't forget that. Rady J. Rady J. Don't Jade. forget. Word. 
Awesome. Well, I just want to thank you so much for chatting with me. No problem. Thank you for chatting with me. I enjoyed this. This was good. And, of course, we're wishing you nothing but the best. Let everybody know where they could follow you, all that. All, all platforms at Rady J, R-A-Y-D-Y-J, some with an underscore, but I'm, I'm going to be the first thing that pop up for it. Just type in Rady J and it's there. Um, yeah, and just thank you for having me. This is this was dope. This is tough. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you.